All they wanted to hear was, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life and he's gonna bless you and he's gonna give you abundance and he's going to fill your bank account and he's going to protect you from all disease and from all problems. That's where people are gravitating to today. But Jesus doesn't teach that. He says there's gonna be many that are religious in nature, saying the words, going through the actions, but who never knew him. Hello, everyone. Once again, welcome to the podcast, episode 86 of the Audacious Faith Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about fake Christians. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I thought we're not supposed to judge. I thought we're not supposed to sit there and try to decide how somebody else is spiritually. And you are absolutely right. In fact, we covered this in just a couple of podcasts ago. However, the Bible tells us that we should be looking very seriously at our own life. And let's make sure that we're not really fake Christians, just claiming to believe, claiming and thinking in our lives that we have a certain faith and we really don't. How are we supposed to know this? It's not going to be judged by somebody else, but what about the words of Jesus himself? What did he say? And we actually find that in Matthew chapter 7. I'm going to begin at verse 13. He says, you, Jesus says, can enter God's kingdom. That makes me pay attention. How? Only through one way, the narrow gate. He says the highway to hell, how we're getting there, it's broad, and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. Now, I want to point out to us today that what Jesus is saying here is very contrary to what most of us have believed to what we hear in most places today. Even go into a funeral. Have you ever gone to a funeral and, and you hear the pastor or the reverend or whoever's up there say, well, you know, it's a really sad day today because this person didn't know God, didn't know Jesus, and we know that they're probably in hell for eternity. You never hear that. It would probably make the family cry or be extremely angry. And yet, what did Jesus say? He said that for those of us who are saying that Everybody, for the most part, is going to heaven. Everybody who kind of believes in God and isn't an axe murderer on Skid Row is going to be able to go there. I mean, everyone who's a fairly good person, who's done a lot of good things, is pretty nice to people. We all know that they're going to rest in peace. I wish that was the case. But because we serve a holy God and we are sinners, the Bible tells us, and have fallen short of the glory of God, there's only one way to get there. And Jesus has said, he is that way. So what does he say here? He says there is a narrow gate. Yes, there is. And the highway to hell, on the other uh, hand, is actually broad. The gate is wide. Many choose that way. The gateway to life is very narrow. It's difficult, and only a few ever find it. So how about you? You know, there's only one person that I can speak for today in my life, and that's myself. I know that I have the assurance that I have Jesus Christ in my life as my Lord and Savior. I know that my sins have been forgiven. I know that if today were my last day on this earth, I stand here with confidence before you, believing that I would be absent from the body and present from the Lord. Now, when I say those things, let me explain to you very simply why I'm saying that. It has nothing to do with who I am. 
has nothing to do with the life that I live, the choices I make, has nothing to do with me thinking that I'm good enough. In fact, I know that in all cases, I'm actually not. It has everything to do with what Jesus has done for me. He died for my sins on the cross. He paid the price. He rose again. He is God. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. And because of what he has done on the cross and through the faith that he's allowed me to have in him and the forgiveness that I find through what he's done for me, that's how I know that I have everlasting life. Now, if you're here today and you're listening to the sound of my voice and the reason that you think you're going to heaven has anything to do with anything other than what I just said, then I would challenge you to look at the words of Scripture and to understand that any of your righteousness, the Bible tells us, is like filthy rags. We can't get to heaven on our own. It's all done through Christ. So very few actually know that and believe that and have accepted that today. Most are trying to get to heaven through something that they do, the way that they live, the, the faith that they claim to have, the actions that they take. That's not how we get to heaven. Now, let's go on further. And it says here in verse 15, because you may be saying, well, very few are saying what you're saying. All right. What did Jesus say? He said, beware of false prophets. They will come disguised as harmless sheep, but they're really vicious wolves. You can identify them. How? By their fruit. That is by the way that they act. He says, can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Now, I just told you in the previous passage that Jesus was saying that we don't get to heaven by our actions. However, true faith, true life will produce a changed life. And because we are in Christ, we take on a new nature. The Bible tells us, if any man be in Christ, behold, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. The Bible tells us that true faith in the book of James, true faith will be displayed by a change of heart, a change of action. Works will be produced in our life as a result of true faith. All right? So what he's saying here is you can tell. Just look at a person's life. Just look at your own life. The actions that you're taking, the, the responses that you're having, the peace that you do or do not have in your life the way that you respond to things, whether or not you're comfortable still in sin or whether the Spirit of God is convicting you of that as you're doing it, these are all signs of a true faith that is within us. All right? Now, let's get into one last thing that Jesus says here. And it's a very startling, startling statement. And I'm going to bring it up to you right now because I want you to listen very carefully because as you're hearing the words of this podcast, here's my greatest concern. I want you to know and have the same assurance in your life as I do, that you know that you have eternal life. You know you've been born again, that you know you're going to heaven. 
And I want this to be something that is solid and is true and that we're not deceiving ourselves, that it's all based on what Jesus has done for us. Listen to the warning of Jesus right here in verse 21. He says, not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, we should stop right there, and I want to read that statement to you again because this is so important. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. You'll hear a lot of people today to say, yes, I believe in the Lord. Yes, I'm a follower. And yet, are they? What does Jesus go on to say? Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Now, what is the will of his Father? The first thing is, the word to confess our sins, the word to repent, the word to turn from our way of living and turn to the way that's been provided through us, for us through Christ. All right? We're to confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus Christ. We're to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ so that we can be saved. This is vitally important. Belief, as we discussed in last week's podcast with my special guest, if you listen to, belief is intricately important for us to have eternal life, all right? So as people believe, what'll happen, he says, look at this. He says in verse 22, on judgment day, the day when it's decided, when the day that is proclaimed, whether we enter into heaven or as it tells us in the book of Revelation, we are not found in the Lamb's book of life and we actually enter into the lake of fire with brimstone. All right, that, that, this is a serious thing. We're going to go to one place or another. Where are you going? He says, on judgment day, many are going to say to me, Jesus says, Lord, Lord. And this is what they're going to do. They're going to start to give their resume. All right. The first thing they're going to say is, we prophesize in your name. You're going to hear a lot of people today that are saying they're, they're prophesizing and they have a message from God. Well, I have a message from God too. And that message from God are only things that are based and already included in scripture. He has given us a complete message. There's no new message from God. There's no new revelation. The revelation is complete. All right? So it's only the interpretation and the application of that which he continues to give us as we proclaim it to God's people. But there will be many that say, oh, we had a prophecy. We said many things. We proclaim many truths of God. He said there'll be some that'll say, oh, we, we did signs and wonders. We casted out demons in your name, Lord. And we performed many miracles in your name. Notice this. We did this. We did that. We accomplished this. We accomplished that. Lord, th these are all the things we did for you that should cause us to be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And but Jesus says here in verse 23, he says, but I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. You see, it's not, I'm going to reiterate this to you again. Getting to heaven and being forgiven is not about what we do. It's not about what we accomplish. It's not about what we offer up to God. It's about what Jesus has already done 
as the ultimate offering and the ultimate payment for our sins on the cross. We put our faith and our trust completely in him, not in anything of us, not by works of righteousness, Titus 3.5 tells us, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. When I stand before the throne on judgment day and I'm asked why it is that I should go into heaven, it's not going to be because I did 86 episodes of a podcast or was a pastor for over 30 years or packed boxes with Operation Christmas Child. These are all good. These are all works that are caused as a result of the faith that God has put within me. But it's only going to be because I know that Jesus died for me on the cross and paid for my sins. And because of him, that's why I'm able to get in. So lastly, he gives us these instructions here. One more thing that I want to bring up to you. He gives us these instructions in Matthew chapter 7 at the end of the passage. She says, build on a solid foundation based on what I just told you and what Jesus just shared. Here it is. He says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. And then he compares them. He says, it's like a person who builds a house on solid rock, a solid foundation. Though the rain will come, the torrents and the floodwaters rise, and the winds will beat against that house. Oh, yeah, you're still going to have challenges in life. Anyone who tells you, give your life to Christ, and now everything is just wonderful, everything's perfect, everything is just abundant. No, we have that promise in heaven. We don't have that promise here on earth. All right? He says, all these things are going to beat against the house, but it's not going to collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching, like what you're hearing today, I'm just sharing what Jesus has said himself from the word of God. All right? Anyone who hears it and does not obey it, he says, is foolish. They're like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come, the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. And when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. Now, it is possible that what I've shared today is totally not what you've been hearing. It is possible that you're a little amazed at what you've just heard, not because it's so eloquent, but because it's so different. In fact, If you're listening to this right now, I give you a lot of credit for the fact that this far into the podcast, you haven't already switched it off. Because the majority of people who started watching this very episode that you're watching right now are not to this point in the video. They turned it off a long time ago because it did not fit the narrative or the excitement of what they wanted to hear. All they wanted to hear was, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life, and he's going to bless you and he's going to give you abundance, and he's going to put fill your bank account, and he's going to protect you from all disease and from all problems. That's where people are gravitating to today, all right? But Jesus doesn't teach that. He says there's going to be many that are religious in nature, saying the words, going through the actions, but who never knew him. Have you entered in through the narrow gate? Have you entered in 
through the narrow way. Few there be that find it, and friends, it's my prayer that through the grace of God, you will find it today. If you haven't already had it, will you turn to him right now and say, Lord, I have nothing to offer. All I know is you love me because your word has said so and you gave your son. Through faith, I ask forgiveness and I place my faith and trust in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I believe he died for me on the cross and he rose again and he's coming back and I want to be saved. I want to be born again. If that's the sincere desire of your heart and the sincere prayer of your heart, he will not turn you away and you will enter through that narrow gate. And I look forward to sharing eternity with you in heaven, not because I shared this with you today, but because God allowed you to hear it and wanted to place this faith inside of your heart as well. So God bless you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or anything regarding this podcast or any of the other ones, please reach out to me at jgodthiersenior at gmail.com. All right, you may even disagree, and that's okay. I, it's okay. We can choose to disagree. I would love to get your feedback. You can also follow me and message me on Facebook or Instagram at jgodthiersenior. Make sure you share this podcast with others, and be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. I appreciate you paying attention today and listening, and may God bless you and yours. This has been the Audacious Faith Podcast. Take care. We'll see you next time.